Right, welcome everyone to another episode of the Love Island Cast USA. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. Here we are again and ready to go. <laughs> yes, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> another good episode. The USA is heating up now. Ever since, obviously, Alana's gone, we mentioned it all yesterday, the whole drama, the tears, everything. It's getting nice. And today's episode, even though we mentioned about this thing where they sent two of the girls off to the hideaway, they replaced them in bed with their uh, partner, who then, you know, went on a date and stuff. They've basically nicked the Love Island UK's idea where today it was about getting that heart rate going, on it? So we had the full-on stripper movement, men and women, and it's sort of centred around that. There's a couple of things I want to mention about the new guy, Winston, as well. Uh, where do you want to start, Dave? Yeah, so I think the first thing I'd like to do is to start off with that date with Winston and Kira, because I think, well, there's, there's a couple of things first. The first thing is, he keeps talking about the fact he was on Big Brother last year. Now, I haven't seen this, so I've got no idea what sort of person he is and how he came across. All I know is that it sounds like he went out fairly early on. So, um, But Kira even asked him, it's like, well, what do you do? Oh, I was on Big Brother last year. And I'm like, yeah, but what, what do you actually do? That's not what you do, surely. <laughs> That's, you've done Big Brother. You must have an actual job as well. And we've praised the people in there because they've got real jobs. And, you know, you, I always say, you know, the job that someone does, it tells you a little bit about that person. And I just thought, is this just a serial reality TV whore? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is he trying to get rich quick? Yes. Is oh, he a I'm narcissist? Here for love. Yeah, all right. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Is he, is he a fucking narcissist? He damn well is, David. So, yes, Winston is about as convincing as some of the couples we've seen in the UK, Love Island. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. He's playing the game. He's obviously got a slight bit of an experience and an edge over some of the other contestants. I don't know whether they've been in other things. I've never seen him in some of the reality stuff I've watched in the US. They could be. I could be completely wrong. I've not really looked into the backstory properly other than the sort of what they do as jobs and all that stuff. He just looks like a bit of a bell in this Winston, doesn't he? He's not convincing. And, and at the moment, he's standing out like a sore thumb that he's just in there as a bit of a nuisance. Well, I mean, I, I don't think he comes across necessarily as a bellend. I, I think he's, I think he seems all right. But yeah, it was just a, a little red flag as to what he is there and what how he described his job. But I thought what was more interesting, Chris, was in the build up to that date. You know, when Kira gets a text through. And then, you know, she she goes to walk off. And I think it's Alexandra who just says, you know, I think, think you should give Cashel a bit of a kiss. And she starts going on. So she does, begrudgingly. But then she starts going on to basically all the girls, from what I could tell about all the issues that she's got with Cashel. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because Cashel, to be honest, though, Dave... He, he talks now. He, I don't know if it's something he's getting more relaxed in the in the show. I can understand why he's having doubts because he talks like he's fucking stoned. 
He's like, yeah, groovy man, yeah. <laughs> like, he's even got red eyes, and he and they're almost at closing point. If he carries on, he's going to be having to raise the blade his eyes like he used to do in the Rocky films and that day. It's just nonsense, <laughs> absolute nonsense. He just seems to be like he's an absolute stoner to me. And I think he's one of them. She laid it on the line to him, didn't she, when they were sat down. And she's like saying, I'm really into it. I was on the date with Winston, but all I kept thinking about was being, and he's just like, yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just like, give, give her something else for fuck's sake. She's basically selling you, uh, selling you, basically telling you that you're, she wants you, she wants you. You know, you should be pleased with that. She's a good looking girl. And I, I don't know what he wants. I think I said to her the other episode, I think he's a bit of a slime ball. I think, I think he's just going to keep with her until something different comes in. Not necessarily better, but something different. And I'm not liking him, to be honest. I, th- I think he's okay, but I don't see them as a particularly good match. I think we we found out in one of the other games, didn't we, about him proposing within six months or something like that. Or, or was it six months, six weeks? It, it was very quick, whatever it was. He just comes across like one of these guys who, when he starts dating, he goes fully all in, you know. But clearly he's on Love Island, so it hasn't worked out that well for him. But he, he's putting everything on the table. He, he is very laid back. I think she's a bit more, she's two things. She's a bit more driven in the way, you know, in just her everyday life, I think, her career and what have you. But also, you know, she isn't willing from, you know, not even two weeks in to just jump in feet first. And so those two things, I, I think over time, you know, it seemed like the date did well to sort of refocus her and she sort of said well i've been focusing all on all the negative things of you um but when i was on that day i just wanted to be back with you so i think that's a positive thing but i think that's going to be a short-term thing to be honest yeah and and also you know he's a drummer and she's a singer isn't she an artist sort of producer so you'd think they'd be talking about music or there'd be some sort of common ground there but you are right it it doesn't seem to be any connection between them and at the moment it's the old classic love island couple the coupled because of convenience more than anything because they get to stay in the villa a bit longer um and and as you mentioned cashel you know cashel did have a bit of a great escape in some respects but the longer this goes on the more i'm getting annoyed at carol the stupid noises she's making in the villa she's <laughs> like getting on my word. fucking tits honestly <laughs> it's just a little baby voice and I, I think she she got most she got like three guys that got their heart rates going. I think my heart rate would be going as well, but it's nothing to do with how sexy she is. She's just fucking scary. Yeah, Zach's did because I think Zach was worried Elizabeth was going to say so. Elizabeth went, "No, no, he was scared to death of her." You know? <laughs> and even to be fair, even Caro said she was scared. To, he'd scared him to death. He was genuinely frightened. He was like, "Oh my word!" But yeah, I, I just can't work her out, Dave. She's like. She, she's a caricature of herself sometimes. You know, she really is a bizarre character. Maybe she's just misunderstood. She might just be quirky and that's the way she is. She's too nice. But at the moment, she just does my head in. And I can't work out whether that's because we're from the UK and we're slightly different personalities, but she just gets on my nerves. Uh, maybe. I mean... Cormac, I think, might be right there with us as well, though, might he? So, you know, in the recoupling, he chose her, which, you know, I wasn't massively surprised, but I suppose I was a little bit surprised that he didn't seem to deliberate or really make a decision. It was just what he was going to go and partner up with Caro again. But I think he's 
you know, she, again, she's all in. She went for when she was paired up with Cashel on that first day, you know, after not being interested. And then she's like jumping on him and smacking him a kiss and like, you know, uh, you know, just being a bit psycho when you know, Kira stole her, stole him off her. So I think she's just a bit full on and a bit much. And, and again, I kind of want her to stay in the villa to give us that entertainment because, you know, you don't want everyone. I, I think there are a lot of people in this villa who are just a bit laid back and a bit diplomatic and reflective. I, I think she might be annoying you, but I think she needs to stay in there just to mix things up a bit and to give us that bit of crazy to, uh, to entertain us. Dave, no, that, that's the thing. I, I, you're so right. It's a fine line because you've got to have these people that wind you up and you, you sort of, sometimes you won't, I don't hate her or anything. She's just annoying. And you've got to have her in there because she makes for good TV because she's just a pain in the arse, isn't she? She's buzzing from one person to the next, just like peeing about and she's getting involved in stuff and she's offering ridiculous advice. And, and I think she's into Cormac and he's just trying to be too cool for school and, uh, he's just, I, I said to you, I'm not too convinced by him. I'm, I'm, it's funny with this series because there's only Zach and Elizabeth who look genuine, but I don't really care about them. They're, they're not, they're cruising at the moment and, and all the others just don't seem like they're compatible at all. I can't see any spark of affection or any sort of compatibility with them. And like I say, we've said it before, it could be the editing, but like I say, at the moment, I think Zach and Elizabeth are the ones who are the front runners to win it so far anyway. Yeah, I mean they've they've got to be out there in front for sure. I think you're right as well. It's it, actually when they do just couple up and then seem joined at the hip, it makes for pretty dull TV. So what would be great is if someone came in there and you know really mixed things up. You know, if there was a hot girl that came in and maybe tried to turn Zach's head a bit, maybe had a bit of a forced date or something like that. I think they're strong enough to deal with it. But I've seen on you know the UK series, there's been couples there, which I thought were very strong. And then it turns out, oh, well, no, it's, uh, it's not actually that strong. So, yeah, let's see. They, that whole striptease game, you know, I, I, I wasn't really feeling it at all, I don't think. I, I think it was all, how do I put it? They didn't really put their heart and soul into it. You know, I think we've seen on other series, they take it very seriously, don't they? But I thought this was a bit bland, if I'm honest, this one. Yeah, and I think the only one that looked convincing was Kristen and Yeaman when she went in for the kiss. Because in the UK, when they did it, everyone was kissing, weren't they? Whoever they were partnered up with, except for Francesca, who just come in and she was very awkward. And don't bear it in mind, Dave, this only happened a couple of nights ago in the UK one. So we're not seeing anything we haven't seen before within a week of each other not even a week to be honest so yeah I think Weston comes across really well he looks like he's up for a laugh the cowboy he did the old Magic Mike Matthew McConaughey's act there with the leather pants on and stuff and he like Matthew McConaughey in Magic Mike he's like the leader of the whole pack of the strippers so I think he played that really well and I, I sort of believe that a bit more than everyone else I think Yeaman was quite good in his dance he did, did a robotic cowboy but yeah, interesting stuff. Interesting, and I don't know. I, I, th- I think as we go in, the episodes are getting better. As I said at the top of the show, it is picking up a bit of pace now. I'm just hoping we're in the second week. It needs to go further than the second week when I'm interested. So we'll see about that, Dave. Now, one slightly surprising thing, Chris, is Alexandra turning up as a hot dog, which... <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I'm a bit hungry at the minute, so that probably would have got my heart racing. But um, yeah, I thought that was a little bit strange. 
Yeah, I, I don't even understand what she was doing there. Unless she, she's just not her thing. She's quite prudish and sort of like not into that jokey side of it. But it made it more worse for her, I think, coming out like that. But luckily, they didn't show a lot of that, Dave. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They moved swiftly on. So, yeah, I mean, I guess we've got the recoupling tomorrow now, haven't we? So I'm not sure because... Winston is there, obviously. Is it? I take it it's the lad to recoupling first. Uh, now the guys. No, no. So, so it's the um, it's the public vote, isn't it? So you vote for oh, your favorite. Right, okay. You so, vote yeah. for your favorite couple. Oh, right. So yeah. So it's going to be like the UK one. Then, so one person out of a couple could potentially go, couldn't they? So you may end up with someone pairing up with Winston down the line because he's not. He's going to be sort of immune from the, the voting and stuff. Ah, right. Yeah, I think you could be right. I think. Cormac and Carol could be the ones, Dave, to be honest. I'm, I'm just not feeling it at all. Yeah, I think, um, well, Elizabeth and Zach, they'll probably get the most votes, won't they? I reckon Kira and Cashel probably will still get a fair few votes as well. I think actually the new couples, so like Weston and um, Yeaman coupled up recently, didn't they, with uh, Kristen and... Katrina, wasn't it? Katrina, mm. yeah. You know, maybe they'll be at risk. But yeah, I think, you know, Cormac, he was saying, what was he saying? He was saying, you know, his little steps, his foundation, you know, he, he sex is quite big for him. So it seems like, you know, he he, uh, he meets them, has sex with them, and then he decides if he likes them. <laughs> so, you know, in the island, it's going to be tricky for him to move on from there, I think, unless, you know, there's a bit of uh, under duvet action going on. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, uh, they, I guess they'd be my prediction. But like I say, because the public haven't really probably warmed up to the new couples, they might still like the Western and Yemen. I reckon they'll have plenty of votes just on their own, whoever they're with. So, yeah, I think my money's on Cormac and Caro. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you on that, Dave. I don't think there's any more on that one. Now, good episode. Hopefully things are going to get better as the weeks go on. I do think we're halfway through now. Something drastic's got to happen, Dave. So let's hope it does. And if you do want to get in contact with the show on Twitter at Love Island Cast, or if you want to email us, the Love Island Cast at gmail.com. And also we did receive another email, Dave, which I wouldn't mind reading out actually, which is rather nice. So it's from our friend Heather Gates again. I was thinking it was just me because I watched the UK show, but that host is a hot mess. He's trying to be Ian and is an epic fail, as is common with a lot of art and television Americans, which they adapt. In the name of capitalism, we do not take the time to modify aspects of a great concept for American culture. Thanks, Heather, which is fantastic. And also, we did have a tweet I want to read out for one of our followers as well, Dave. Yeah. This one's from Podcast Vulture, and it says, Hey, thanks for reading my tweet about the Love Island USA narrator. I'm flattered, and I'm crushing on your podcast even more. For your information, I'm a woman. So thank you, Podcast Vultures. We do appreciate everyone sending in praise and messages for ourselves, and just give us loads of questions and anything you think you know you disagree on or whatever. Me and David love to talk about it on the show. So another good week, Dave. Fantastic Love Island coverage again from our podcast, the UK and US one. What have you got to say before we go, Dave? Yep. So as you say, Chris, it's absolutely brilliant. We love all of that interaction that comes our way. And, and you know, we love talking about Love Island. So 
if you want to get into, into contact with us, it's, it's brilliant. We'll always try and answer everything that comes in. But what I thought was interesting, so a little bit like we did with Ireland on our UK podcast, is to look at all of the different listeners that we have and where they're actually from in the US. So I'm going to read out because there's quite a few, you know, the US, Chris, quite a big place. And so I'll just call out the various regions. So other states. So we have listeners in California, in New York, in Florida, in Texas, in Illinois, in Virginia, in Ohio, in Washington, in Maryland, in New Jersey, in Massachusetts, North Carolina, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Minnesota, Missouri, Alabama, Wisconsin, Colorado, Indiana. I wish I'd have read this whole list before I started scrolling down. <laughs> in Oregon, in Tennessee, in Michigan, in Arizona, in the District of Columbia, Kentucky, South Carolina, New Mexico, Connecticut, Idaho, Delaware, Utah, still going, Oklahoma, New Hampshire, Kansas, Nebraska, Louisiana, Maine, Arkansas, Iowa, Nevada. If we could do a sponsored show from there, Chris, let's get across there, a bit of Vegas there. Um, yeah. Hawaii, crikey. Uh, Mississippi, Vermont, and Rhode Island. And I don't know, Chris, there is probably one state in there that isn't listening to us, but all of those actually are. And that is so, so humbling, you know, from a couple of guys from Northern England. So absolutely brilliant. Thank you very much, guys. Hope you've enjoyed it. And we'll speak to you again tomorrow. See you now.